0: okay all right welcome everybody this is megan thompson with megan thompson coaching and i have savannah here savannah welcome so excited to speak with you today hello and welcome to how to parent your highly sensitive child like a ninja and help your child express their needs safely, without punishments, yelling, or coddling. If you want to know the answer, you're in the right place. Yeah, all right, so, so excited. First of all, just uh, introduce yourself to our audience here, to speak a little bit about um, just the, the biggest result that you had in, in working with us.
1: Of course. So I'm Savannah. I'm married to Alan, and we have two beautiful daughters. We have Evie, who is seven, and mm-hmm. she is our highly sensitive kiddo. And then we have Belle, who is six, who is possibly highly sensitive. Jury's still out on her. Um, <laughs> probably our biggest result that we have gained from boot camp was actually a change in our entire family dynamics. Um, mm-hmm. Just with us listening and communicating with each other Um, Mm -hmm. it actually changed mine and Alan's marriage how we communicate and that trickled down to how we communicated about the girls and how we communicated with them Mm -hmm. so I think they feel safer not that we were trying to be an unsafe family Um, I think it was actually just making them feel a part of the family that we Mm -hmm. listen to them and we cherish them
0: Mm hmm. mm -hmm. Right. I love that. Just noticing how intentional you were in in building and fostering the growth of your family from the beginning. And, you know, obviously, intentionally, we want to raise our children in a safe home physically and emotionally. And yet some of the skills parenting non highly sensitive kids that's that's touted in mainstream parenting world is super ineffective for parenting, highly sensitive kids. Right. So I love knowing that for you, it was just this pervasive shift for the whole dynamic.
1: It was, it was a huge shift. And I think gaining those skills, we just didn't know that there were other skills out there.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about that.
1: Where were you before we met? (laughs) Before We were pretty miserable. Um, Mm -hmm. I hate to say we were pretty disheartened. I had wanted to be a mom for so long. And then here's my kiddo who seems melancholy, very easily upset by any little thing that got said, retreating if someone um, maybe didn't even mean to hurt her feelings. And there was no, there was a lack of connection there Mm -hmm. and it was heartbreaking. And I was, I'm ashamed to say I was embarrassed by her crying and pouting,
0: and Mm -hmm. I think,
1: I think a lot of that was because that was my personality as a child, Mm -hmm. and um, I had stuffed all of that down, so I was expecting her to do the same, and I was Mm -hmm. like, we've got to get through this, we've got to be normal, Mm. Um, so I just felt helpless in how to help my baby girl, because I wanted her to have so much more than than I had felt growing up, and then it was just this turmoil that I was failing her and and failing myself. I knew I wasn't being a great mom. Mm.
0: And 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 that just hearing that, right? Just noticing that you were trying, right? Working very hard to do whatever you could, um, but that internal gut sense of I'm not meeting my kids' needs. What was that like for you, Savannah?
1: It was gut-wrenching i mm-hmm. remember crying a lot that i was not the kind of mom that i had dreamed of being and i didn't know where to meet her like when we would see these flashes of just this amazing kid and then they would be gone and we'd be like but no we we want that we wanted other people to enjoy her too mm-hmm. 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 so
0: why was it so important for you to see more of that in your daughter and 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 to take action to fix the problem?
1: I just realized that we were at such a crucial point in, in her life and in our juncture as being her parents that we were still in the young years. We hadn't hit puberty. We weren't dealing with raging hormones mm-hmm. and all of that and I figured if there was a way that we could help her it would be now rather than have them waiting till the later years and I was petrified that she <laughs> would self-medicate with drugs mm-hmm. or sex or mm-hmm. you know even mm-hmm. contemplate suicide and that mm-hmm. fear was just so real for me that that's mm-hmm. what kind of set me on a course to fix it. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I know there's a solution out there. Mm -hmm. I just have to find it.
0: Mm -hmm. And for, for you and your husband noticing the whole dynamic of the family, what were you guys trying before you found MTC?
1: We had gotten to the point where we knew counseling. We, we wanted to try counseling and Mm -hmm. we found a play therapist because I had done a bunch of reading. And I was like, okay, this has got to be our best option. If they learn through play, let's go with play therapy. It was still, it was still misguided in the sense of we were relying on that to fix her and give Mm -hmm. her all the skills. Mm -hmm. We just didn't know that it Mm -hmm. was really going to be a family effort. Mm -hmm. So we were, um, we were doing that. And then at home, we were really Doing what we had, what had been done to us as kids, we were getting the behavior with guilt and shame. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. The the stuff that I I completely regret, mm-hmm. but I was just trying, in my misguided attempts to help her fit in. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. even though it didn't work with me, I thought maybe yeah. if we push harder, it'll work this mm-hmm. time.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Talk about that. You know, we we. We dove deep into the the knowledge that you're also a highly sensitive person in our work together in (laughs) Bootcamp.
1: Very much so. (laughs)
0: Yeah. And um and freeing that uh component that, like you said earlier, was just stuffed into a box um, in, in your in your lifetime. And um And so it makes sense that the way you were parented was ingrained as, as this is the way it's supposed to be. This is the way that we're supposed to to act. This is, you know, my kid's not acting this particular way so that, you know, you need to get it together. Love bug.
1: Exactly. (laughs) I love you so much, but like the world's not going to wait for you. Like we've got Mm to snap to it. And, Mm -hmm. And that breaks my heart because I didn't know any, or if I knew that there was something better, I didn't know what it was. Yeah.
0: Yeah um so so why did what you were trying before not work you use the word misguided so talk to me about that how did you come to the realization what you were trying didn't she, work
1: it was getting worse her mm-hmm. moods were I was like maybe this maybe she is struggling with childhood depression or anxiety I was looking for a diagnosis mm-hmm. to try to <laughs> fix um mm-hmm. because i because I was so scared I Mm -hmm. wanted to help her Mm -hmm. um but I was looking for fixes Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. and I I just didn't know that there were skills that I could do that she doesn't have a disorder necessarily Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. we can actually help her in the midst of what she's dealing with
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so in that you know, what was it like just dropping her off at appointments, waiting for things to get better
1: while at home? Is that, is that what you're inferring? Well, that's exactly, we, we went to a couple of sessions of play therapy and then COVID hit. Mm-hmm. So that, yeah. that was gone. She was so young. We couldn't do telehealth mm-hmm. or anything like that. So mm-hmm. then we were left with dealing with all these big emotions during a pandemic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that made it, that was even more of a struggle. And I think after we had, had her at home, homeschooling them while school mm-hmm. was on pause, that's mm-hmm. when we knew we seriously needed help. We were out mm-hmm. of our league. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So how did you find us? Um, the Google search got me. Um, I had <laughs> the Google. The Google. <laughs> so I had been searching the highly sensitive personality trait and, mm-hmm. You know, when you Google stuff, it starts popping up on Facebook. Mm-hmm. And so, um, <laughs> Megan Thompson coaching, it popped up and I kept it a complete secret from everybody, which sounds crazy to me now, but it was so different from mm-hmm. everything I'd ever learned that I just needed to absorb it myself. Mm-hmm. And I was terrified that if I shared the information, somebody would burst my bubble and Ooh. we'd be back to step one. Mm. so Mm -hmm. I just listened and Mm -hmm. I would attend the different webinars and I would listen and I was Mm -hmm. like okay and it took me a couple of months before I actually had the courage to talk talk with Alan Mm -hmm. and I was like I explained it to him and he was like let's do it (laughs) and I think within a week Alan, he's like hey you know what you're talking about you've done your, and he he says, he's like, you've done your research. So I figure just let you roll with it. And I was like, well, I've been doing research for a couple of months. And, you know, so by the time we got to the call, you know, we were, we were ready for a change, Mm -hmm. but it just Mm -hmm. didn't know what it was going to be.
0: And so for, and that, with that being said, you know, being the highly sensitive person you were, you let the silk in. Some of you, you know, some part of you was nervous that um, the bubble would be burst. So There's skepticism and 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 worry behind that thought process, right? So, what were you um, concerned about in turn, and what were you contemplating before you before you said to your husband, "Look, this is this is actually it. This is where we need to go."
1: I was so terrified that my family would judge me on hmm. choosing to parent differently that it would be a judgment on them that I was saying Mm -hmm. the way y'all did, it was terrible. Um, Mm -hmm. I didn't want, I had a, I had great parents. They just didn't have the skills either. They were so loving and caring, Mm -hmm. but you know, and I, I was terrified that I was going to hurt them, Mm -hmm. but also I had this fear because I had never felt enough or Mm -hmm. good enough Mm -hmm. that if I did things different and paved my own way, it would be wrong.
0: Mm. Mm. Wow. And and we've worked on that. You've heard my story too, right? Just okay. in terms of what it's like to, to shift this and to, to be a, a leader in that space. I mean, same thing, right? My parents uh, were doing the best they can with the knowledge that they had doing way better than how they were parented too. Way and yet better. complete paradigm shift from how we were parented, traditional, suck it up, get it together all that jazz. Um, you know, if, if mom is not happy, ain't nobody happy. Right. Exactly. Um, <laughs> and we're Very not from nice the South. Nice. You are, but <laughs> I <am. Same>
1: mentality. <laughs> I know that <laughs> and it, it, I just, I didn't want to ruffle any feathers mm-hmm. because I felt like my entire life had been ruffling feathers oh, and so. I had tried to hide that now stuffed it all down. But I realized well, what we're doing, isn't working. So something's got to be better. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, so in noticing that, what about Alan, you know, especially because you work in the healthcare field, um, we know he defers to your knowledge in that respect, um, in addition to parenting, but any, any skepticism, like you said, I mean, it didn't surprise me. He was like,
1: all right, honey, let's do it. Exactly. He's he's much more like, okay, let's do this. And, um, he, he did because he struggled when we first, it was so foreign to us. Yeah, Some of it just sounded crazy. And we were like, what have we done mm-hmm. but then when we started seeing the results and then mm-hmm. our own change in our marriage we mm-hmm. couldn't deny mm-hmm. any of the changes that were taking place mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. you know it just it was pretty amazing to see that so he he did he came to it with skepticism but he was like he was deferring to me which was terrifying um, <laughs> he trusted me. I think he figured I have enough fear. He knows my personality. I have enough fear to be that I wouldn't have um signed us up for something that I didn't think we could do.
0: <laughs> oh, I love that. Oh man, Savannah, that is huge. That is so huge. I want to I want to break that down because uh, so many family members of, uh, uh, you know, the families that we speak to who who have that conversation with us, um, when one parent is so certain and the other parent hasn't been doing as much research on, on, on what we do, the results we create with the clients that we work with all of that. Um, Alan's perspective that you just shared here, which was, he trusted that you're, you're so focused on getting it right the first time and hint, hint, being highly sensitive, um, and or type a, right? Not exactly <laughs> both the perfect combo. Um, that he knew that you weren't, that you had done enough research to lead, to not need to lead you astray, that you were ready to make that shift and you had weighed the odds. So he was able to defer to you in that respect.
1: Very much so. And I think that, you know, that's over years of our marriage. (laughs) we you know, that that's kind of how we roll sometimes. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so I think that that really helped by the time we Mm -hmm. got there, we knew we had a problem (laughs) and this sounds like the best solution for our
0: family. Mm-hmm. So you guys jumped in. What's one of the things that you, you you know, you just mentioned what we were asking you to do felt completely foreign. So, um, you know, let's give the audience a, a high level overview of just something that just felt so wild <laughs> and out one of your is, box.
1: It's actually the very, I have it written down <laughs> in my journal. The very first thing is to validate the emotion and shut my mouth. That (laughs) was so foreign to me because how can I fix her behavior if I don't talk her to death? Yeah, I'm here for you. I need to help you work through this. And Mm -hmm. I did not realize that the first couple of weeks would really be about my own change Mm -hmm. and my response to her would actually break down barriers so that she could start to name her emotions, and and I did not. We did not get that. <laughs> we did. We did by week five. Um, but it, we couldn't have built those mm-hmm. foundational building blocks without it. And I needed to remove my junk so mm-hmm. I could focus on my kiddo. Mm-hmm. And you know, it was. I was skeptical because. Not talking to it felt like lax parenting. Ah, So I was very scared of that judgment on me that I wasn't, Savannah, you used to get the behavior you wanted no Mm -hmm. matter what. Mm -hmm. And I could, Mm -hmm. but what was I doing to her to Mm -hmm. get that behavior, Mm -hmm. you know, to, to stuff down those feelings? I need you to act like this Mm -hmm. and to step back and validate her emotions and move towards working through them Mm -hmm. was a very, very big change. Yeah, Yeah. And it it seemed foreign and it, there was a lot of, it just was radically different. Mm -hmm. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. Being able to trust the process was incredibly important, right? Very Um, much so. Cause it requires a lot of patience
1: <laughs> with yourself. Cause you're like, Oh, I did not shut my mouth on that one. <laughs> with
0: ourselves. Right. Uh, with, with, with our children. Yeah. So what happened right away when you started to slow down and, and notice that.
1: When I started focusing on her, I just saw how incredibly precious she was and I I saw her and I saw and I changed began changing how I felt about her emotions mm-hmm. because my judgment was based on they were a reflection of how I felt about my own mm. so I began to let go of that judgment and to be able to help her mm-hmm. through those emotions and I think one of the things that we would say you know Evie's highly sensitive this is not a phase. Mm -hmm. And I had wrote that down from one of the calls Mm -hmm. that this, this is who we are. This is where we're at. Mm -hmm. And yes, it's tough and it's okay to say it's tough, Yeah, but we're, we're making changes. Mm -hmm. Um, and that we weren't just allowing her to wallow in these emotions. Like you're really sad. And then we're just going to let you be sad for the rest of your life. No. Right but it wasn't, it wasn't that passive, but we also weren't trying to fix her because she was broken. Yeah. I think finding that line of judgment and dispelling that was probably Mm. the biggest initial shift. Mm
0: -hmm. Mm -hmm. I love that being able to hold the expectation without forcing her to meet it immediately. And just like you said, at the beginning, it wasn't because you were like, you know. not trying to create a loving home. It was just the, the strategy, the tactics that you were using, A, weren't strategic, but B, weren't
1: effective. Not at all. They were completely ineffective. They were doing the exact opposite of what we really wanted. We just mm-hmm. didn't know how to get there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So bring us up to speed. Where are you today? How, where so were, t-
0: how many meltdowns were you dealing with before? Right. Let's get specific. And then now, you know,
1: at this point, what was- do you experience? Mm-hmm. It may not have been, for us, the meltdowns were more of a daily melancholy. I think (laughs) it was pretty, it was pretty significant. I mean, enough that I thought we were dealing with some serious stuff. And Mm -hmm. um, now we have burst maybe once a day. Mm -hmm. It's not, and it's over in Mm -hmm. usually five minutes of Mm -hmm. just working through the emotions Mm -hmm. and I think actually both girls have benefited so much because they Mm -hmm. can both they're not ashamed to express how Mm -hmm. they're feeling they Mm -hmm. can tell us exactly Mm -hmm. with they can name their emotions which before Mm -hmm. it was I don't know why I feel like this Mm -hmm. and there Mm -hmm. was no they did not have the language to be Mm -hmm. able to talk to us which Mm -hmm. is what I wanted them to tell me but I wasn't giving them the language to be able to tell me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So the any outbursts of emotions are definitely shorter. We had some some behavior bursts and some meltdowns in the Mm -hmm. middle of the process as we were unpacking those emotions. And now we just, we have such a happier little girl who can come home from school and not cry the whole way home from school you know, that we base our, we base our parenting on those skills instead of those principles that we thought we had to follow that we Mm -hmm. had grown up with. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even where, where our family is as a whole today, the very thing that I was terrified that they would judge us and think they had lots of questions (laughs) along the way. Why are you, why are you not doing that? But it has changed so much. How my parents um, even interact with me, how they interact mm-hmm. with my kids, how they interact with the other grandkids, and my mom uses it in her classroom. Love it, cool. That's it. So it has just influenced our little sphere. That's it for the better, and that's, that's what it. We, you can't ask for more.
0: <laughs> that's right. That's how we're going to eliminate suicidal thoughts and actions for highly sensitive kids around the world, because your communication style doesn't just stick with your family.
1: No, it it that ripple effect
0: yeah. just goes out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
1: I love it. I love it.
0: Oh, phenomenal savannah what what advice would you give to to the audience listening in or anything else that you want to make sure that that we share today in in this conversation?
1: One of the things I thought of was I always love the line during boot camp is to hold the line. <laughs> And finding out that I didn't have to rush in and fix everything and get caught in the crossfire of their emotions and my emotions and just explode everywhere was just huge. Learning that each building block stacked up on one another and that we could stand strong behind that, that every single step that they were learning how to experience their emotions, And take responsibility for their own actions. Yeah. So I think holding the line for me encompasses so much more than just like one little part. It's, it goes back to everything. Even when I, you know, when things start getting tough, usually I can tell it's a mindset shift with me, Mm -hmm. that they're not acting any different. They're usually using the skills that I've taught them, Mm -hmm. but my own mindset has shifted Mm-hmm. And I'm not responding the way that I need mm-hmm. to. Mm-hmm. And I think that has been huge to mm-hmm. learn. And I think that it's a constant growth. Right. That even though you learn the skills, you're you're always learning. And that right. you you can continually repair that and start over and keep going. It's mm-hmm. not even starting over. It's just mm-hmm. repairing and moving forward. And mm-hmm. I think that's the biggest thing that there is. There's so much change, but it doesn't have to take place all at once. Fantastic. Following a system makes it easier to for, to trust that, right? Very much so.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so, um, in in noticing, you know, if a family is is in the same position that you were in, just their child is is. Um, lovingly, affectionately, we might refer to as Eeyore. Just all day, a a cloud is just over their head. They don't know what to do, and um, they're trying everything that they could think of to to break out of this pattern. Um, what would you What would you say they should do first uh, in in breaking out of this and noticing what's going to work?
1: Reach out. <laughs> mm-hmm. Reach out for that initial. Call, I had so many reservations because even though I'd watched all the webinars and done all that, mm-hmm. having that first contact call broke down so many of my fears and placed Evie squarely of like, that you're not alone in this. Mm-hmm. And I think we fear that, that our kid's the only Eeyore in the room mm-hmm. and that we're dealing with things no one else knows about and that mm-hmm. it's our shameful secret. It's not. Mm-hmm. And I think knowing that there are other people, it, there is a community mm-hmm. of people dealing with similar things. Just take that step mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to reach out. Love it. Yes, exactly. Uh, what
0: we do might work for your family if you're listening. And the only way we know how to to tell you if it will is if we have a conversation because trust is built in a conversation. So Uh, being able to share what we do and how we do it and specifically what's going to work with your family is is family specific. Savannah, you know that, right? Um, You've seen families who are dealing with similar Eeyore situations, but other families who are dealing with all kinds of situations and we tailor what we do to to fit the family.
1: Most certainly. And I think it was neat to see throughout the time that even though we may not be dealing with a certain behavior at one point, if later we might, Mm -hmm. and then we could draw on the experience of other people that we had Mm -hmm. already listened and talked with. And that, that was some of the most beneficial things that I could ever have had was Mm -hmm. just the community of like-minded parents who wanted the best for their kids. Mm -hmm. I love that.
0: Yes, exactly. So what, um, what would you say to yourself? This time last year, knowing what you know now,
1: if you were there, I would say, I would say you're doing the right thing. Like mm-hmm. your little girl is in there, and she is going to blossom. Just do the work, <laughs> get in there, and don't be so scared. If I can go back and be less scared those first couple of weeks, um, but. I know that all of that was just a process Mm -hmm. to get through, but um, if I could go in and be, you know, let's just tackle all of it (laughs) right now, you know, I, but I'm so thankful to Savannah of eight months ago that Mm -hmm. took that step, that huge leap Mm -hmm. to be able to do something completely radical and different, Mm -hmm. and that that can be who we are as a family. Yeah, I love it.
0: I love it. Love it. Always a pleasure, Savannah. Thank you so much for having this conversation, for sharing that hope for parents and that there is a way out of this just uh, spinning of feeling like you don't know what's working and what you're doing is 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 and noticing that what you're doing isn't working Um, and yet trying all the things to help their kids. Right. So thank you again. And and parents, those of you listening in who are dealing with daily meltdowns or daily melancholy, where you just notice that your gem of a child is hidden behind a a bunch of of sadness rocks, uh, and you need support in chipping that away. And you want to do that strategically and specifically so that you can get on with living your beautiful life with your beautiful family, then uh, go ahead and book a call with us. And we'll have a conversation about where you're stuck, where you're struggling, where you want to go, whether or not your goals match up with what we do here at MTC. And if that's the case, we'll tell you exactly how that works and you can get started right away. We are happy to have this conversation with you and uh, look forward to that. And we'll see you on the next show. Thank you. Bye, Savannah. Thank you so much for your time. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of How to Parent Your Highly Sensitive Child Like a Ninja. We release a brand new episode every week. So be sure to click subscribe If you like what you've heard and you're interested in seeing if you're a fit to work with us at MTC, here's what I want you to do next. Head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call and book an appointment with our team. We'll get on the phone for about 60 minutes and we'll get you clarity on where you're stuck in parenting your sensitive child or teen, what your goals are for supporting your child's development. And if we can help you, we'll get you started on knowing exactly what to do to eliminate that meltdown cycle eliminating the daily meltdown cycle does not happen by itself. You need expert guidance to make it happen. And we've helped hundreds of clients from all over the world end that cycle in as little as eight weeks. So to see if we can help you do the same, head on over to meganthompsoncoaching.com backslash call. I'm Megan Thompson, and we look forward to speaking to you soon.